day on Striving Double Feature Presents Howling 2 and 7-2, a minute-by-minute podcast covering Howling 2 and Howling 7. That would be New Moon Rising, one minute at a time. And at this point, we are on the 28th minutes of both films. Uh, we're almost almost a third of the way in, which is cool. Hey, and I hope you've been enjoying uh, the journey. So in this episode, let's let us hop in, uh, right in here. We are we are going to the old country. Um, what Stefan and 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 um, uh, Jenny and pff, Red Brown. Why do I never remember his character's name? I, I one day I'm going to put up a list of all the characters. I like to kind of go on the fly, you know. But I gotta I gotta remember his free Ben. Does that sound right? No. Okay. Well, anyway, uh, let, let's dive right in. Let's listen to it. Is Ben? Um, let's dive right into minute twenty-eight of Howling Two. I think we're going to get a bit of change of pace. Right. Yes, among other things. When do we leave? Immediately. Where do we have to go to find Sturba? To the dark country. To Transylvania. first 20 seconds or so is them finishing their conversation and there's an awkward moment where oh the Pulitzer Prize um uh yeah well when do we leave and then it cuts to Stefan and he says immediately and then the camera lingers on him for about two two three seconds and you think it's gonna dissolve to another scene or cut to another scene or something's gonna happen but it just kind of sits there and then you hear Jenny say where are we going? The old country to transfer, and then immediately we cut to it. But there's kind of an awkward. Did we not get a uh, just in the same way that during like the action scenes and the scare scenes, there's a bit of a feeling sometimes um, that we didn't get all the coverage we were meant to get. And I'm not saying, and I mentioned this before, I think, but I'm not saying it's like um, like to all a good night. You know, in some of the scenes into all a good night, where you sit there wondering if we're ever going to cut to something else, or, or and when we do, it seem can seem awkward sometimes in this that that just seems like a weird scene it seems like uh once he says once he says immediately shouldn't it cut to one of the either ben or jenny responding in some way even if they, they don't say anything oh immediately i, I gotta i gotta do a quick little poopy on these before we go because i am fresh out i am running scared down below if you know what i mean uh but but they don't there's no cutting away there's no anything like that it's just it sits on him as Christopher Lee kind of stares ahead, probably thinking, "Okay, they'll insert something right here," because he's, he's he like he seems to be a mile a, 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 a mile a mile a million away. Uh, but then it does go to Transylvania. The thing I like about Transylvania is the dark country. It's where Dracula is supposedly from. It's where the scary things. And I don't. I didn't actually. I will check to see exactly where this film. I thought this was from like Bulgaria or something like this. But the first thing you see are like clocks with skeletons pulling bells and evil gargoyle faces on the side of buildings. I mean, let's. I guess we're playing it up. 
I imagine some of those things have been there for ages, though. It must have been just like, it must, it must have been weird, like the day, like in Transylvania, 100, 150 years ago or something, when like someone woke up, looked around the village, and was like, shit, we are frightening. Who did this? Who, when did this? What? And you know, call together a town meeting, look at all the crap we got up. The gargoyles and the, and the, and the skeletons pulling the ropes there. What, what is this about? It's bad enough that people think Dracula come from here without all this shice going on around here. Good gravy. Uh, or it might be brilliant to live in Transylvania. I don't know. I recently rewatched In Search of Dracula. The, the, um, the, uh, 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 the, was this Sun Classics? Um, the documentary about searching for Dracula. Um, uh, uh, hosted or narrated by Christopher Lee. Something that's pretty dull. I think it's pretty fun. And it is one of the few... 70s speculative documentaries that is actually out on Blu-ray. It's like that and the late great planet Earth are the only ones I can think of. There were so many of those things. They need to come out. They need to be out. Anyway, um, and then and then yeah, the rest of it you see you see this train winding along and going over this beautiful bridge, which for a second looks like a model but isn't. And then you get a great uh, ending where the uh, uh, where the it's puts pulling into the train and the song is playing, the howling theme is playing again. The camera sort of does that lovely thing where it it tracks along the ground as the train is approaching and like goes right in front of the train as the train begins to slow down. You've seen it in, in films before. You know what I'm when you see it, you'll, you'll know the sort of shot I'm talking about. One does question the possible overuse of the song, the howling song, because we heard it in the beginning then we heard the guy sing it i think we've heard it at least three more times so that's like four or five times we've heard it in 28 minutes it it begins to feel like maybe we don't have another song maybe there should be another werewolf related so i mean do like american werewolf in london loaded up with wolf songs well, i guess i guess john landis took all those what did the first howling do with me i don't remember jeez it has been a time since I've seen that. That that's one that I've been meaning to pick up the Scream Factory Blue of that for forever. I find I mean I'm recording this um uh, uh October eighteenth, um and uh prepping for for Halloween. Oh, uh, give you an update. I forget which podcast I said it on, but I know one of them. One of the three minutes here I mentioned my A to Z random horror challenge, and today was V. For Vampire, I watched 1979's made-for-TV movie Vampire, written by Stephen Bochco. I think it was directed by E.W. Swackhammer, don't quote me on that, who directed Night Terrors with um, Valerie Harper and stars um, Paul Lynch. It was, fun, it was a fun film. It was, it was a fun film up until like the last 15 minutes or so when you realize that it's sort of a setup for a sort of pilot setup for a TV series that never happened. Which is kind of too bad. It reminded me of... I know you guys haven't seen... Or maybe you have. There was, there was a miniseries in the late 80s. Well, 86, 87 called America with a K. Um, that just is... The the thing is the communists have taken over America. And I know there are a bunch of you right now thinking... The commies have already done that, Dan. What are you talking about? If if they take over America. Um, the uh, But they take over America and the, and the... And I thought it was going to be like Red Dawn. And it was 14 and a half hours... And it was only in like the final part, which was maybe could have been two hours, could have been three hours, could have been two and a half. I don't remember. But it's only in the final part, about halfway in, that you start to realize that so many of the things that they've been developing, there's no way they can be uh, completed 
Um, there's no way the storylines can end properly in the remaining time. And as it moves into like that last half hour, you're like, this is a setup for a TV series, isn't it? Then it ends, and I just like, I was like, you're kidding me. 14 and a half hours, you couldn't give us a satisfactory ending? Well, I haven't seen it since it came out, but I remember being cheesed off about that because the ratings started strong, but by the time you got to that final episode, it was like me and like two ladies in Duluth who were watching it. It was over, and that's a, this is a bit of a tangent I've gone on because there's nothing again, there's, there's really nothing there's really nothing happening in the minute they're, they're arriving in Transylvania in the old country and now things are going to pick up they're going to find Sturba and it's going to be awesome may I recommend to you if I haven't done it already and maybe I have but I'll recommend it again that was it the WKBW Halloween Night um, extravaganza from 1973 you can find it online it's a Buffalo radio station just type in like I guess Buffalo WKBW Halloween 1973 maybe War of the Worlds archive.org used to have it that's where I got my copy from I have it on a DB, uh, I have it on DVDR and I have it on my iPod <laughs> Dan's got an iPod I know I still I have three iPods um, and it's 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 basically it's a uh, it's I don't I don't know what time of the day it began. My guess is it probably began at eight and went till midnight, because it's a little under four hours long, with all the original commercials. And it, it's just a joy. It starts with a little introduction, what's going to happen for the evening. Then there's a about a ninety minute long production of War of the Worlds, a la Orson Welles style. And then there's a like a thirty five minute thing on vampires, which is why I brought this up because they talk about the old country and the dark. You know, I don't think they say the dark country, but they talk about Transylvania. And then there's a there's a bunch of um, they do a, a a new version of the monkey's paw. They reenact an old lights out um, adventure called the darkness. And there's a new story called the bed. And then it all ends with a half an hour um, expose on UFOs. Oh, it's so much fun, and yeah, it it is as much fun as you 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 would imagine it is. I'll I'll see maybe. No, I'm not gonna. This episode's gonna go up right either right near Halloween or after Halloween, so so it'll be too late for that. Maybe I'll throw this in the um, episode 26. I'll do I'll do a little intro uh, for each because I think you guys would um uh, would get a kick out of it. It's it's a lot of fun. I've actually listened to it twice so far this year it's just it's just like you put it on in the evening just 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 hit play on the playlist and it, it goes through and it's a it's, i want to say it's three hours and like 55 minutes and it's but it's so much fun and are you going to be enthralled by everything no no you're not maybe the vampire bit goes on too long maybe you're not interested in ufos but it's fun to listen to anyway uh, that's that's it for this minute um of of howling two not much going on like I said, we're gonna we're gonna get to. I, I guess they're gonna disembark the train, and we'll get to exciting stuff shortly. Anyway, where were we in? Uh, oh, Howling Howling Seven, wasn't it? Um, uh, Ted was going to see Cheryl, who was peering into his room. I think it wasn't it. Like it was a briefcase peeking out from under his bed, if I remember correctly. Listen to this. Well, yes, actually, I was looking for you. You know that drunk, the one you had the fight with last night. Yeah. He disappeared this morning. Disappeared? What's that got to do with me? Well, Harriet asked me to see if he knew anything about it. No. Why would I know anything about it? Well, didn't you hear him screaming? You were outside, weren't you? About three o'clock this morning? No. No, I was asleep. I was dead to the world. Sorry, Cheryl. No. The tour guide told the real story to a priest as he was dying. 
A freak blizzard had blown up that night, stranding. None of them seemed overly concerned. They were not to know that the spirit of the werewolf had already assumed the identity of one of the group. Even as they were enjoying their drinks, the beast among them was planning their demise. When they went to explore the castle, the killing started. The werewolf was picking them off one by one. Ted's, Ted's not a very good liar. You can, I mean, you, you can tell that he's uh, full of bologna when he says that right there. And uh, that, that just, that's just... Um, so I'm glad I talked so long with the previous minute because because uh, I, I I think I've I've run out of little stories and tangents to go off on because th- this is basically that little opening bit with just the two of them out front and Ted you don't you don't know if Ted knows um, he disappeared if he had something to do with the guy disappearing and you do also wonder Cheryl how did you know that he was outside there at at three a.m. and of course there's you know lying from. Uh, from Ted, and it's funny because the well, I don't know if it's funny, but the, the when that scene ends, you don't see like Ted go into his room or walk away or something. It's just like you you hear, oh no, show I uh, I I did nothing to do with me, blah, 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 blah. and then it cuts to, immediately cuts to the little church with the priest and the policeman in it, and they begin telling the story of Howling Five as if no time has passed since the last time they got together. That, that's the great thing about. <laughs> But I love the the segues are so weird in this movie because so it cuts from that scene with Ted being a bit suspicious and Cheryl being a bit suspicious of Ted, and then yeah, and you it cuts to this this you know thirty forty seconds talking about Howling Five, and um, you get a great um, and and much like uh, much like where we are now in Howling Two, it's it's some Bulgarian type of location where they used to shoot lots of horror movies in the, in the second half of the 80s and the 90s and somewhere in eastern europe and um and you just get the you get the lovely shot of like a um central it's not a courtyard cuz you're like uh, like two stories up at this central spot where you can it, it's um it's 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 within the castle but it's like within a an open space within the center of the castle you know what i mean and there's like a walkway along and and like uh railings and and it's all old stone and the snow is just coming down real hard and it's just gorgeous oh oh i miss a good blizzard i miss a good blizzard i really do and i know those of you who who live in areas and places where blizzards are, are regular things you're like dan no you don't and I'm thinking, yes, I do. And you're saying, no, you don't. And I'm saying, let's not argue in the middle of my podcast, okay? You can you can message me later and we'll argue then. But I, I just love that the... It, I mean, it's it's such... A, I, the thing I love about the segue is there's, there's no... Well, let me continue telling the story I was telling you last night about the tourists who went to the place in Hungary. The castle in Hungary were there. All those nobles were killed. And um, the one that they tried to burn down, blah, blah, blah. No, it's immediately. And while they got to the castle, and, that, and you're like, and wait, what castle? Because it's great because if you, don't, if, you don't, if you don't know Howling Five, there's every good chance that you're going to see that and go, wait a minute, where are we now? Give me that again. Oh, okay, we're here. Oh, okay, this is more of that story. Um, because it's one that's alternately very quickly, quickly paced, quickly paced, and and it it gives the 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 viewer a lot of credit for for keeping up with it, for knowing what's going on. But in another respect, it just seems like something's missing. You know, like there was a little bit of dialogue or something missing like that. Um, 
but yeah, so it cuts to the the story still being told to to I mean, how many this must be this can't be the next day. I mean, I I've tried to do this before like Ted arrives Ted sort of arrives like in the late afternoon and then the night with that guy, the bite the 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 guy who gets killed, that must have been at least the next day. So this is the next day after that. And the priest went to visit the police. Pre- policeman went to visit the priest when Ted was arriving in town. So let's say Ted arrived in town on a Monday. They found the body at the beginning. The, have I done this before? The priest, the policeman went to the priest on a Monday. Ted met everyone, got the job, got a place. And I, I, I'm cutting this to the absolute bare minimum because it looks like Ted's been there several days. There, there, I... Um, but but the thing is, the last time we saw the priest and the policeman, it was at the end of that first day, and he was saying, I need a break. So this is their second day, presumably, of talking. But if it's the second day, then it's the first full day Ted was there. But we're on the second full day Ted was there, or the third or the fourth. I mean, I would think the way, with the, with the montages and the way they talk about Ted, Ted can't have been there for just, like, that couldn't have been his first night. Well, that guy showed up, could it? I mean, I mean, I, I, I know he's doing something shady, but uh, it, just, it just, it is weird because it does honestly feel like the policeman and the politician are on a different timeline. They're running a slower timeline than the gang um, at, at the uh, at the Pioneer Town. I mean, if it's if you think of the ship going into the black hole, you know, and the, and the upper levels time is going slower but then if you go down to the lower levels because that's nearer the black hole time is going faster or is it the other way around i forget but time is running at different time is running at different speeds in this movie so when it cuts to the policeman and the and the the policeman and the and the, and the priest uh <laughs> the policeman and the priest they are going on a slower timeline than ted and the gang at pioneer town maybe they're in different dimensions i don't know we'll see what happens when they meet up but so we we get some some shots from Howling Five. The thing with Howling Five is, if say what you will, it's a um, it's a bit of an under underachiever, but it is entertaining, and it is atmospheric. Um, the characters, I don't know. I I um, you know, it's, it's it's funny. The other day I watched for the first time watched the Unnameable, which I really got a kick out of. But the characters in the Unnameable are sort of like the characters in Howling Five. You know, they're not um, they're not the best but they are they are memorable enough that if you've seen the movie and you see them again you go oh that guy oh her mm-hmm. oh them oh that you know, that person you know uh but but they're not they're not like um they're not like a classic you know they're not like the gang from the original halloween or something like that you know pj souls stuff like that so um but yeah but yeah the the so 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 we're there and and now we are they're exploring the castle of the blizzard and the almost bear-like werewolf is after them. So I think the next minute will all be Howling 5 footage. Welcome welcome to well, welcome to my Howling 5 podcast, but we will see. We will see. So that is the end of the 28 minutes of both of these. We have finally arrived in the dark country. Uh, Ted is acting suspicious, and we are getting some more of the backstory. We didn't... We haven't really got much of the backstory, though, have we? Because howling, we got the howling six stuff, 
and a brief moment of Howling 5. So now we're getting the rest of the Howling 5, and I think we get Howling 4 coming up soon. Hold on tight. Listen to this. (laughs) 